Today we're talking about the sequel to one of the biggest blockbuster movies ever. It has a classic score, it's got amazing effects, it's got one of the biggest cliffhanger endings ever. Sometimes it's number five in the series, but today it's my number two. We're talking Empire Strikes Back. I really thought you were going with Birdemic 2. <laughs> Alright, so we're talking Empire today. We, are, we, had, we did a, uh, a whole thing on Star Wars. We did episodes one, two, and three in Rogue One. Today we're doing episode five, which happened to be the second, second one made. Fifth in the series, I guess. Um, the original trilogy. Of the original trilogy before the prequel of the trilogy. Saga. Of the sagas. Yes. Skywalker so, saga. Yes. Not counting but, the Disney Plus TV shows. But they're canon, so they actually kind of... It yeah. gets confusing. But The Empire Strikes Back is my second favorite movie of all time. It's my favorite Star Wars film. And a lot of people, when they take polls, they ask, what's, your, you know, what's the best Star Wars movie made? Empire generally tops the charts. And... It's a little different than the original one. You know, the original one came out in 77. It was all action and you're seeing these amazing special effects and everyone was completely blown away and you're anticipating the sequel. And generally sequels don't do as well as the original movie. The only other sequel that was as successful as the original was The Godfather Part 2. So you're always kind of like, all right, you got to lower expectations for the sequel. And I think that The Empire Strikes Back came out and actually blew the original one away. And my reasoning for that is, one, with this movie, they actually went into a lot more of character development than they did the first ones. You get to know Luke and Leia and Han, and you know Vader's a bad guy, and there's stuff like that. But with this one, you actually really get to see who these characters are. You understand how Luke has to... Uh, Go do training into the force, which is something that's briefly mentioned in the original movie. You don't really see anybody use the force too much in the first one. I mean, Obi-Wan does the mind trick. Does a mind trick and he makes a tapping sound with his fingers, and that's pretty much it. Here, I mean, right off the bat, you're seeing Luke pull a lightsaber to his hand. And I'm sure that when people saw that for the first time, they're like, Whoa, how do you do that? You know, um, watching that? Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> um you know, he gets to, you know, Han, you see his relationship with Leia and how that starts to pan out. So you understand that he's not just this cocky, arrogant guy, that he does have a bit of a softer side to him. You learn more about Vader. You learn, well, I mean, obviously the big freak out ending, you find out that his name was Anakin Skywalker and he's the father of Luke. What? Yeah. Yoda, you'd be introduced to Yoda. We're introduced to Lando Calrissian. You get to see actual planets in this one. And the other one, you saw a desert planet and a jungle. In this one, you've got a snow planet. You've got a swamp planet. You've got Cloud City, which, by the way, is my favorite location of any that place. It's pretty cool. I would like to visit a Cloud City. If I could go anywhere in the Star Wars universe, I'm going to Cloud City. I think that's number one on my it's list. It's ran by Lando. He's a pretty cool dude. So you, you got to oh, yeah. figure the place is pretty chill. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so Empire has really struck me as that. I love the character development. I love the darker tone of the movie. I love how you're figuring out who these characters are. And what's going to happen. And then it leaves you with such a cliffhanger, such a down 
depressing ending. Luke, in a fight, gets his hand cut off, finds out that Darth Vader is his father. I'm going to quote clerks here. <laughs> you, you, Luke gets his hand cut off, finds out Vader's his father. Han Solo is frozen in carbonite. He's taken away by Boba Fett. You don't know where he's going. Lando's wearing Han's clothes at the end of the movie. It's mass hysteria. Um, that makes sense. I'm going to go into that later, too. Why he's wearing Han's clothes? Uh, I've always yeah. wondered that. But uh, no, The Empire Strikes Back, Just it's just one of those films that I, I watch over and over again. And I it's just so neat, the, the way that it was shot, the way that it was filmed, learning these locations. And I mean, now that you've seen it like 100 times, I guess sometimes you know where it's going but i remember being young and watching this and just being amazed at you know this awesome lightsaber fight at the end and is vader really luke's dad you know and you know finding out more about these characters and stuff so and you could see a force ghost for the first time too so that's pretty neat now i know doug has seen it nathan i'm almost afraid to ask have you seen this movie yes we found one (laughs) return of the jedi was in my top that's and true. That's a good I point. knew this movie is amazing. I mean, the intro scene, the whole Hoth, like Planet Hoth, I, I love it. Like when I go play the video games, like that's the world I pick in Battlefront 2 to, to play on. Yeah. But the middle of the movie does kind of wear me out a little bit. It's It's really cool if you're old enough to think about the psychology of what's going on when, when Luke has to face vader and it turns out to be himself i mean there's some really deep i mean those are deep and those are spiritual themes but um i i do feel like even with that there is a little bit of a lag in the middle and even though maybe this movie is better overall i picked jedi over it for for the you know the final battle scene and yeah. for the consistency of of the the fun you know yeah um, but both have some pretty deep themes and there's more there than just action and there I just is. love being in the universe the the interesting thing about Empire is they decided to put the big battle at the beginning of the movie <laughs> normally it's the build up to the big battle at the end. Hmm. Within the first 20 minutes, we're having our big battle sequence, you know, with the walkers and the snow speeders and the, and the, you know, empire coming in. And, you know, so right after that, it's more about your learning and developing these characters, which when you think about a three part act, if you're watching a play that's three parts or any movie that's got three parts, the, the middle part is always the one that has to set up your characters. You really have to know who they are at this point. Cause it's only going to set up more of the emotional value for the third act. You know, if they did empire exactly like they did star Wars, where it's just action and we're not really going to get to know these characters. Does it really matter that Han was frozen in carbonite at the end? Is it going to have that impact? Uh, Luke is, you know, Vader is Luke's father. <clears throat> Does that really have that impact or finding out the Jedi that Luke and Leia are brother and sister? You know, it doesn't until you get to know who these characters are. So that's what I love about Empire is is this is where you see who these people are and what they're going through. And you get to, to know these guys a lot more. And yeah, it, I agree with you. There are some lagging parts, but like watching Luke learn the force and listening to Yoda talk and some of the things that he says, 
even though he speaks backwards. It's still like, you know, it's his race. Yeah. Like the whole, uh, you know, he's, he's getting Luke to lift an X-wing and looks like I can't do that. It's too big. And Yoda says, well, look at me. I mean, are you going to judge me by my size? You know, I'm small and you have to unlearn what you have learned. I love that line. You have to unlearn what you've learned. You've learned that that's too big and you can't do it. You have to forget that. And then the whole do or do not, there is no try. You're either going to do it or you're not going to do it. So just some of these little like nuggets of wisdom that Yoda throws out, I think are so cool because, mm-hmm. you know, when you stop and think about like, yeah, you know what? He's, that makes sense. What he's I saying. I they borrowed from Epicurus. Do you know who Epicurus is? No. The ancient philosopher? The old ancient philosopher. Yeah. Yeah. He said <laughs> it is impossible for a man to learn something that he already thinks he knows. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can't, you can't learn something if you're wrong. If you think you know the answer, because you'll never get to the actual solution. So that, that's basically what Yoda is saying to Luke there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just throws out a whole bunch of that stuff. Oh, and he lift, like, uh, Yoda lifts the uh, thing out, and Luke comes up. I don't believe it. And he's like, that is why you failed. That was an awful Yoda. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why you know. But he said, that, and that is why you failed. And it's like, oh, another, you know, just a cool little... You know, Yoda doesn't need to say much. No, but what he says he backs up with so, action. Yeah, so much importance to the things that he says for these Luke. You know, Luke has to go into the cave, and Luke says, like, you know, I'm feeling cold and I'm feeling death. And you know, Yoda says that place is strong with the dark side, but you have to go in. You have to face this fear. So Luke says, Well, what's in there? And Yoda says, It's only what you take with you. That's what's in there. So what's Luke do? He puts his weapons on and he goes into this cave. And then, you know, of course he sees Vader and fights the Vader and knocks the helmet off and reveals Luke's face as a foreshadow of this is what you are going to become. If you keep continuing down this path that you're on right now. And that was what Yoda was trying to tell him. It, only what you take in with you is what you're going to find. So if you're going to take your weapons and you're going to take your fear that's what you're going to find in there. So that is linked directly to the end of Jedi because when Luke goes to face Vader, I mean, he kind of goes in peacefully, right? I mean, he he almost loses it and he gets his lightsaber out, but like ultimately mm-hmm. he has to do what he learned not to do in Empire right here right in the cave. And I I don't know if people realize that, that there is a link there. That's a direct link, I think. Yeah. Yeah, there's Makes a sense. lot. Yeah, absolutely. And then another thing that Yoda also brings up when he's training Luke is you know, he's talking about the dark side. And Luke asks, you know, is the dark side stronger? And he says, no, but it's quicker, it's easier, it's more seductive. You know, it, it's it's quick to join you in a fight. And again, that kind of relates to something that you might find in the real world where, you know, when you get angry, your actions can take over a lot quicker. It's, it's easier to act on that action than it is to stop and relax, take a breath, calm yourself, make the rational decision. Cause a lot of times when we get angry or we get upset, we just kind of go with that first instinct of what we have to do and how we react. So, I mean, there's a lot that you can take away from this movie when you really stop and think about the deeper parts of it. So I live in Wichita and the Wichita state university 
is known for basketball here and mm-hmm. their motto is play angry and whenever i see that i i think of things like that no it's the sith like you don't want to <laughs> play angry that's not sustainable like you're gonna implode <laughs> Now, uh, this is a great choice, uh, Drew, mainly because, I mean, it's like I said, it's not my top six, but showing a little bit of age here, that watching Empire in the theater in 1980 is one of my first vivid memories. You saw it in a theater? I saw I saw oh, the original in the theater, oh, dude. Wow. My, mom took, my mom took me to 1977, the Star Wars. Oh, wow. Right, I, was, I was there for that. Don't think I remember much of that one, but I do remember uh, going to Empire Strikes Back because we went to, uh, it changed so many times, but we went to the mall, went to one of the big stores. It wasn't Sears. It was uh, maybe even before JCPenney. I can't remember. Probably something that doesn't exist anymore. And uh, we walked in. Mom bought me a Yoda t-shirt. And I'm like, who's that? And she's like, you're going to find out tonight. And I uh, put on the Yoda t-shirt and we all went to the uh, theater and watched that. And I remember just coming out of there, just pumped, you know, as a kid. <laughs> I mean, it's like, okay, well, I know what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I'm going to learn how to use the force and become a Jedi. Yeah. I'm still because working on what it. what you think about when you're five, but. Um, I think about it. Yeah. I'm 45. I mean, I had a huge crush on Princess Leia, so I wanted to be a Jedi. There you go. I still try to reach the remote from across the room by putting my hand out there, hoping that one day it's going to come to my hand and I don't have to get Every up. day. Every day. Just got to practice. Great. Great pick on that. I, I didn't want to go too far or deep into it, but yeah. Good I, choice. So I have two questions that have always bothered me about this movie, and I'm mm. hoping I can get some answers. Maybe you guys can oh, help yeah. me out with this. Okay. Number one. We all know that to get into an X-Wing, you have to climb this ladder to get up into the cockpit, right? Mm-hmm. So he's on Dagobah. Luke's climbing up. He's getting ready to leave. He climbs up the ladder. He gets in the cockpit. They show Yoda. They come back to Luke. Ladder is gone. My question is, where does that ladder go? How does well, he... There's no... It doesn't retract into the ship. You have to you hang sure? it. Yes. You have to hang well, it I thought- to climb up. So where did, does Yoda keep one in his garage? No, where no, did this ladder come from? In in and I know it shouldn't count, but in the uh, the last three, I was thinking there was a point where you see Finn or somebody climb up into a next wing, and you see the ladder retract. That's in the that's in the sequel trilogy. In the okay. originals, the X wings are a little higher, and you had to climb a ladder to get into it. And a ladder is a steel ladder that does not retract. You have well, maybe see- they just expect you to think it does. No, see, I didn't. I've been looking at that since I was ten years old, and I've been keep wondering where does that ladder come from. I think Yoda has to have one in his garage that he hung up. I don't know. Could be, and he, you know, as as the camera's on him, his hand was down here, going, "Okay, just put that away." Yeah. So Dave Filoni, if you happen to see this. Could you answer that question for me? Because you're like the guru of Star Wars. Or George, what happened? Or somebody. My second one is, at the end of the movie, they're getting ready to leave. And they show Han, or not Han, Lando and Chewie in the cockpit. And Lando is wearing Han's clothing. He's got his white shirt. He's got the black vest on. 
I'd like to know if Chewie's ratting him out or something over the intercom. Like, you know, hey, we'll find Han and we'll let you know. And then Chewie chips in and is like, Lando's stealing Han's clothes. I just want to let everybody know that. Why? I'm going to answer Lando this. have his own clothes? I'm going to answer this. All right. It makes 100% complete sense. Okay. So Lando lives where? Cloud City. And how did he leave Cloud City? In a hurry. <laughs> Shooting back at other people, got into right. a ship and flew away. Now, look, they are a small rebellion group. Okay. They haven't landed on a planet since he's taken off. They're just hanging out and hiding in space, trying to keep away from the Empire. And so he's got his cape suit, which just, you know, it's, right. it's not a great fighting suit, especially if he need, you know, needs to do some shooting, stuff like that. It's either that, a flight suit. He can wear an orange flight suit. I mean, That's not you know, Lando style, though. Yeah. Or, you know what? I'm the same size as Han. Han. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> I, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to need to wear his clothes. I guess and I mean so, that makes sense because you know it's not like the ships they're driving around has a TJ Maxx. It's you know this is a yeah. warship with people dying on it, you know, injured trying to build repair ships and stuff like that. Be lucky yeah. if there's a laundry. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, I, it makes so. sense. And I guess Lando can look at it as well. You know, you took my ship. I, the least you can do is let me wear your clothes. Yeah. Uh, it makes sense. That does make sense. Yeah. So I got an answer. Okay. So that question that is one, an answer. I always thought, or I, I haven't always thought that. I've always been part of that joke. But I thought about that at one point and I was like, well, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah it it's not I, like he I, could I, go back and, you know, oh, wait, wait, time, out, time out. I just want to give it. Grab my Get other a couple capes. things. Thank yeah. you. So, I mean, no, no, yeah. that makes sense. All right. Well, thank you for answering that one. I never actually looked at it that way. But that ladder is still going to bother me. What about this question? When Luke, at the end of the film, he's totally traumatized by realizing that his dad is basically Hitler, you yes. know, in space. Mm -hmm. When he jumps down that shaft is that his wallet is he trying to kill himself <laughs> no like he doesn't think he'll there's no plan to pick him up is there i don't i think he was thinking either i go with him or i at least try this and try to escape i think that okay. was his motive i don't know if he's necessarily trying to commit suicide i think he was just i would rather die than join you but i, I might sense be able at to, least that yeah, yeah i might, might be, be able, able to, to hit that thing down there 12th one down yeah, yeah. and he does okay. and he he gets down to it's the bottom perfectly he's just like Ooh, right in. skydiving backwards yep and then the trap door opens and he goes underneath cloud city and i said wallet because you can see something fall after he lands on the weather vane and i think that's like his wallet falling out of his pocket or something when it falls but uh Basically yeah so i don't think he was attempting to he, i don't think he's trying to kill himself but um it was no. desperate measures. It was desperate measures. Yeah. Yes, because you just found out that, yeah, your dad is the the baddest, evilest guy next to the emperor in the universe. Which another thing that, that about Empire though that I do like too is is Vader's the way Vader is in this movie compared to how he was in Star Wars. In Star Wars, he was a bouncer. You know, he answered to Tarkin, and that was it. In this movie, man, he is force choking 
everybody. It's like <laughs> you mess up and I force choke you and then I force choke you and I'm promote. I mean, he was ruthless in this movie. And I think that's where Bader really became, wow, this guy really is a bad guy. You know, he's not playing second fiddle to, to Tarkin. He's, he's all out, you know? Um, and that just made him even scarier as a kid, just about how evil this guy was that he would do this without thought just right through the TV yeah. screen. I, choke. I thought the end of this movie is really haunting too. I think revenge of the Sith is modeled after this. And so is infinity war. Think about it. I mean, they, they both open well, revenge of the Sith opens with a big battle scene. Infinity war opens with a small battle scene, but they both end with the villains winning and they force the audience to wrestle with what do you do when you lose? Mm-hmm. Movies usually try to pick you up at the end or give you some kind of closure. And they just force you to learn to cope with a bad ending. And yeah. I think that's interesting because they, they make you sit with failure. And that is an interesting, like, I guess, life lesson or lesson about this world that not everything ends well and life is harsh. Mm-hmm. It's not only harsh, but I mean, we know there's another movie, but that was kind of unique for the time, I think. Yeah. To end a movie that way. Yeah. Normally you get these hero action movies and even if it doesn't end exactly the way the heroes wanted it to, there's always some kind of a little bit of good maybe had happened. So it's not completely 100% low, but no empire is, uh, bad guys won. Bad guys mm-hmm. won this, and they won it big time. They won the battle at the beginning of the movie. They, you know, you took one of your heroes, and we've captured him and took him away, and you don't know where he's going. We just cut the arm off of your other hero. I mean, it's it's about as rough as you can get, yeah. you know. And they show how I mean, you know, the, it wasn't even close in any of these fights. I mean, literally, no. you know, the Empire came down. And just walk straight into the base and just gone. Uh, and well, the rebellion's not even around the rest of the time, you know. No, they were on basically. Their own. It's just you know jumping back and forth from training to Han trying to escape mm-hmm. Darth Vader, and then yeah, just yeah, very dark throughout. And up until that point, there wasn't that many sequels or trilogies or anything like that. Godfather Two ended. Technically ended on a high note, even though. Oh, spoiler alert. Other than that, you, uh, Tolkien did a pretty good job with Lord of the Rings. You know, both of those, you know, p- part one and two kind of ended on a pretty down note. I mean, I haven't read the books because they are so long. And I got like five hours into an audio book and I'm like, man, they haven't even left the elf place yet. <laughs> I'm not listening to the rest of this. <laughs> But I digress. But yeah, in movies, again, Luke Lucas did something that so many things that no one had ever done. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, starting with the whole dropping out of the uh, oh the director's the guild, yeah. yeah, the writers' guild. Sorry, blanked out. Uh, you know, dropping out of that, the special effects he used. I mean, you know, up until that point, the best thing anyone ever saw was Star Trek, and that was you know a ship on a string. Yeah. You know, he just he made everything come to life and then he gives you a sequel and it's completely different. It's like, whoa, you know, this isn't like 
any other sequel I've seen. And then it ends and it's like, what, why? Yeah. (laughs) You know, so the fact that he could pull people in the way he did with those stories. Yeah. Is amazing. And he got, he got Lawrence Kasdan to write the screenplay. And this is a movie that George did not direct. Irvin Kirshner directed this one. So Lucas could be more producery and make sure everything was going the Where way he should to be. be. And that's another thing that makes Empire a little bit better than the original Star Wars, in my opinion. The actors weren't so stale. They weren't wooden. so wooden. Mm-hmm. Yes. You actually got that depth. And Kirshner allowed the actors to improvise a little bit if they felt like it. And, and, and Harrison Ford does one of the he improvised uh, a line in this movie. Uh, it was originally written before he got frozen in carbonite. Leia says, I love you. And the script says, I love you too. And they, they filmed it that way. But Harrison said to Kirshner, that's not Han Solo. Han wouldn't say that. So Kirshner's like, all right, you, what do you think Han would do? You, you do it as you think Han would say it. So Leia says, I love you. And he just looks at her and says, I know. And that's it. And it's like, that's Han Solo. So I don't think Lucas would have given him the freedom to improvise like that. But Kirshner knew how to work with actors. And you, George, you do all the technical and producery stuff. And let him do what he has to do with the actors. And it, it was mm-hmm. it was brilliant. And he let someone else write the screenplay. So the dialogue was better. And, you know, the, the conversations and everything about it. So that's, it was like, that's the perfect way to do a Star Wars movie with George Lucas. It's just to let him write it and oversee it, but let someone else actually handle the everyday stuff. And you can tell how good he is too, because we've talked about this, or I've talked about this plenty of times about certain actors shining, because it's like, name Name another, you know, name three movies that aren't in the Star Wars universe that star Mark Hamill. I mean, I know Drew can do some. What's that? Mask of the Phantasm. Corvette Uh, Summer. He's he's voicing the Joker. Yeah. Live action. I want to see his face, you know. Right. He was in those Guyver movies that went straight to video. The machine Um, is like. I mean, he's as much as I adore Mark Hamill. I love listening to him speak. The dude can. You know, he tells stories great. He's not a great actor. I mean, you, he needs that director to direct him on how to act. It's And again, that's my opinion. I could be wrong. And like I said, he's, he, I mean, and obviously he figured this out because he hasn't been pushing for acting roles. He just does voices. Right. He's, in, you know, he's going to go down as one of the greatest voice actors of all time. Yeah. And, well deserved as well and you know so it's like i I don't want i don't want that to sound bad i don't buy i mean he's a much better actor than i am i can barely make it through a couple of these um so i just saying that that's what was good really good about empire i think that's what launched it much better than the original one was because of the acting was better than the original one yes yeah, people, they just seemed a little more relaxed. That's yeah. I think that's where the actors became those characters. It's mm-hmm. like in the first movie, could you could you see someone else playing Han Solo? 
could you see Kurt Russell playing Han Solo and pulling it off? Yeah, maybe. Could I see someone else playing Han Solo in Empire? Mm-hmm. No, I can't. And it's the same with uh, with with Luke character. You know, could somebody else have played Luke in Star Wars and had been the same movie? William Possibly. Cat. I was gonna say the guy William Cat could have done it, and hey, he was he was like in the top three or yeah, four, something. Like but that. looking at it at Empire, though, I can't picture anybody else playing Luke Skywalker than Mark Hamill. So it's like Empire is where the characters and the actors, like, you know, they almost became one. This is, this is where I am who this is. And at that point on, there is no, you cannot recast. You cannot see anybody else playing those roles. So yeah, Empire was just, just that good. And I really wish I could have experienced it the first time in the theater, not know Mm. what's going to happen and then have to like build up that anticipation for, for Jedi to come out, you know, I did see Jedi in the theater, but at that point I had never seen another star Wars movie. So I don't, I had no clue what was going on and I was terrified of Jabba the Hutt. (laughs) So it wasn't a great experience, but uh, no, I think, yeah. So exactly. Empire number two on my list. And I don't know. I think that's, uh, it's probably everyone's at least top two star Wars films of all time. Most time it's a number one. Yeah, and since we always dig up the deeper spiritual meanings of this film, there's that one thing at the end when it when it ends so bad. I think that what it does to you is it, it makes you know that you know that there's something wrong, right? There's something wrong in the universe with the way this film ends, and you're looking to some force beyond yourself. You're you're looking to some higher power to make it right, right? So yeah, so that's kind of like. You're looking to God to bring justice in a, a world that is ruled by the empire. And that's probably what people were doing in World War II, to be honest, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's a, a moment where it's so bad that, like, it makes you point inside somewhere beyond yourself. I, th- I think that's cool that a movie would make you think about that. Because yeah. they do have the force that represents, you know, spirituality, represents God. And so... That is a piece of this film because you get to the end, you're like, well, where's the force, you know, or where's the good side of the force? And you know, it's there. You don't know what it's doing. You don't know how this is all going to end, but you're just, you're waiting and you're hoping and you're looking to that. Yeah. Yeah. All cool. right. Are you going to tease oh. your number one? Give us a hint as what, what it's going to be. Not as easy as last time. <laughs> My number one movie was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Picture. Did not win. It's got some similarities with another film in my top six. I have no idea. Actually, it's got a lot of similarities with another film in my top six. There's a lot of connections to another, to a couple of films that are in my top six. I have no guesses. I guess I'll just have to wait and see, huh? Yeah. Will this is like written take my, by George Lucas. It's like take my top six list and you can put it all together and you get my number one movie. So Rocky in space fighting a shark. What movie is that? You're okay. <laughs> Ice pirates. Ice pirates. <laughs> all right. I guess I'll That's just have to say. wait and see on the next episode. So. Yes. Yep. <laughs> well, thank you guys for watching. If you like this video, hit like, subscribe, and let us know in the comments. 
is Empire at the top of your Star Wars list? Or do you think another Star Wars film rivals it or bests it? Let us know in yeah. the comments, and we'll it's see you guys soon. Today we are talking about the sequel <laughs> that is. <laughs> I knew that'd get somebody. Try not to look at you. Mechanical uterus. <laughs>